We're gonna write a book about everything. So many things that we can explore. Documented in a series of podcasts. I'm not sure what we're doing this for. Flat 29's big book of everything. Burn all the textbooks because they're obsolete. It's our attempt to rewrite history by making podcasts every other week. Hi, I'm Defender Dan. I'm Challenging Tackle Charlie. Ah! Ah! And I'm Red Card Rich. You're off. And we're collectively known as Flat 29. Every other week we add a new chapter to our big book of everything, gradually building up a comprehensive guide to everything in and around our universe. This week is chapter 18, football! So this chapter of our big book of everything is about football, or soccer, as some of our international listeners incorrectly call it. (laughs) And to anyone listening who doesn't particularly like football, perhaps anyone whose heart slightly sank when they saw the topic of this chapter, and I would include myself in that group of people, then I can only apologise. But this is a big book about everything. We've got to cover every single topic in the universe at one time or another, so sports-related topics were bound to come up eventually. So if you're like Rich and you like football, then you are in for a bloody treat. But if you're like me and not too fussed about it, we're going to try and cater for you as well and if you're like me who's somewhere in between then you know just hold on for the ride (laughs) (laughs) yeah just brace yourself basically now as we record this podcast we have just started the world cup are you excited i'm bloody excited and very very nervous you're very emotionally invested in this then are you rich i am very emotionally invested i'm going to watch it in hd so i can see all the detail it's important that you see all the detail (laughs) all the pubs are advertising that aren't they it's like we've got hd no we've got hd some of them have got 3d i've not seen that yet but 3d football i think you have to wear the glasses and the ball comes out to you you head it it goes back (laughs) to the player and then yeah tactical substitution of rich green they should do it like those 4D cinemas they have in theme parks where they throw water over you and you know blow steam into the room to create the kind of atmosphere yeah so I don't know what they do maybe someone spills beer on you halfway through just to recreate the effect of actually being there in the stadium right okay yeah someone shouts a racist chant from behind you <laughs> yeah and there's horns around you in a whole yeah, circle just I've... blowing it right into your face I watched um, one of the opening matches last night France v Uruguay and there was a yeah. lot of horns action so i hear yeah pretty much constant horn it's like being in a big um it's been described as a big beehive oh it's like (laughs) yeah they are annoying those things it's a bit like being a rave with a A load of bees (laughs) a herd of bees is it a herd of bees a A herd of bees you just picture them grazing in a field a herd of bees is bigger than a swarm of bees how do you describe two bees A gaggle of bees. (laughs) Isn't that a buzz of bees? Yeah, a buzz of bees. Two bees. Two bees just having a drink, watching the football. (laughs) (laughs) Flat 29 have a fortnightly podcast. I download it quick because my broadband is so fast. Flat 29 have a podcast. I download it from the internet. Internet. Broadband. Uh, let's talk about flags. 
Now, when it comes to the World Cup, everything in the UK is immediately covered in red and white crosses. People have flags on their car, draped all over their house, painted onto any spare area of flesh on their body. Flag sales have gone through the roof. How can we cash in on that? How can we get more flags? We need to repaint some particularly big leaves on trees. That's a good idea. Who's going to do that? I suppose that would help unemployment if you were to give people jobs of painting the leaves on trees. Yeah, especially in London on the route. I work on the route that's going to be taken by a lot of people to the Olympic Stadium. Right. When that opens. So they're just spending just millions and millions of pounds on making the streets look a bit nicer. So they're sort of re-edging all the curbs on the pavements and that sort of thing. So it's not that much more of a stretch to kind of, you know, hand paint the veins on the leaves red and then spray paint the rest white. To kind of cut a few corners, is there any way that we could genetically engineer that? I think you probably could if you got a a maple and then gave it some sort of leaf blight. (laughs) Then you get kind of a very pale leaf with a dark red vein. (laughs) Leaf blight. I mean, that doesn't make it sound as nice as I thought it might be. (laughs) This sounds like some radical gardening going on right here. What, What about if, you know, to keep everything's an even balance it's not really a team thing but what about if we redressed all policemen they just got issued with a referee's uniform and red and yellow cards good idea I like it because that would keep the peace you know they normally keep the peace between the football fans but rather than charging in their riot gear they go in there with a red card but this thing this whole legal thing um, maybe because a lot of the footballers now they get into brushes with the law quite commonly they do and um, what we could do is just for footballers they have to take penalty shootouts instead of getting to court and the jury and stuff (laughs) nice and the judge is in goal dressed up in a sport (laughs) (laughs) And he's got no footballing experience. (laughs) No, maybe like they get like a really good uh, footballing judge. Judge David James presides. Yeah, David James, yeah. Yeah. He looks like a judge anyway because he's got like those dreadlocks down the back, which is a bit like, (laughs) you know, those wigs they wear. (laughs) Judges do have dreadlocks. (laughs) (laughs) They do, basically, don't they? What about people wearing just flags, no clothes? Like a toga flag. Yeah, but everyone is compulsory. Toga. You know the Romans, they wore uh, St. George's Cross togas. <laughs> they probably did. That was a true fact. That is a true fact. If you don't if you come away with anything from this podcast today, <laughs> let it be that. Just Get. imagine Julius Caesar going, Instead of what is it? Friends, lend me your ears. It'll be come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> Friends, lend me your beers. We're going <laughs> yeah, to the pub to watch beers. the footy. Yeah. <laughs> that was a joke, everyone. A joke. <laughs> if you came away with anything from this podcast, <laughs> come away with that. That was a joke. Well, I know what I'm going to do anyway, which is paint my balls to look like footballs. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be doing the same. That'd be quite good, actually, Dan. I mean, I don't want to see it, but <laughs> it would be good. To, it'd be nice to know, wouldn't Just it? Just know, yeah. Yeah. Actually, though, maybe not. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but you know now. Oh, so. I'm thinking about it now. <laughs> you come away with anything from the podcast. <laughs> come away with my balls. <laughs> Who would you have in your ideal fantasy football team? So you can make a football team up of anyone to represent you in the World Cup. Who's going to be on your team? But the only rule is they're not allowed to be football players by trade. Okay, and can they be tragically fictitious? Yes, the more tragic the better. Okay. 
What about here's one, Mr. Tickle? We were talking about recently. We could have him <laughs> in goal. You know what? I'd I've also gone for a Mr. Man in goal. Really? I thought Mr. Strong. He'd be good because he's like he's square. So if he fattened up a bit, maybe by just eating some more raw eggs or whatever he eats, then he could potentially become the actual size of the goal. That's a and good one. Good. Actually, I think, just I think cover the whole thing. It's debatable, but what about um, you know, beloved children's toy Stretch Armstrong? <laughs> oh, he'd be good. Ah, that's a good one. <laughs> Very good. Glue his foot to the ball. Glue his ball. Uh. <laughs> Glue his balls to his foot. <laughs> and then what? <laughs> then what? How does that help? I mean, this sounds harsh, but maybe we could just get a stingray, a really big one, and yeah. staple it to the goalposts. <laughs> oh, right, because they're like flat fish, yeah. aren't they? So it'll just That's be a like a idea. barrier. Why staple? I <laughs> don't want it to move around, do you? I suppose so. All right. <laughs> staple it in. I don't like it. You know, I'm, you know, drape it like a curtain. <laughs> you could. I think people should be wearing them as flags. <laughs> <What>? Stingrays. <laughs> Covered in a stingray. Maybe Harry Potter could uh, be on this team in, yeah? a, in his Quidditch format. Oh. But it's not Quidditch, but he, no. he, he does use the broomstick. Yeah, but things always happen to him. Like, he's never managed to successfully complete a Quidditch game, has he, without being attacked by something. He's an absolute Dementor magnet. They'll be all over that pitch. Can I just ask some it right? Quidditch, I can't remember yeah. now. Do they hold the ball in their hands or do they have a little thing like Pele? Well, now you're asking, Rich, because there's lots of different kinds of balls. Oh, fuck. Let's move on. <laughs> what about kits? What would they wear? They could wear a England flag tiger. I think to reflect the massive wages that they all earn, my team should be covered in crowns and jewels. <laughs> That'd be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? That would be good. It could weigh them down. And the whole game, the stadium would be like an opulent ballroom. Well, with like a string quartet playing a waltz all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> be nice. You know who we should have had in our team? Michael Flatley. Yeah, <laughs> basically he's kicking anyway. Do you know what I mean? It's not like you've got to say do something different. And he you could do that got... for hours on end. I mean, he's just like an unstoppable machine for like ninety minutes. Well, Michael Flatley wouldn't necessarily have you know the wherewithal to actually kick it in the right direction. So he'd need someone <laughs> to just follow him around and just position Someone's him. Like yeah, like picking him up, doing his yeah. silly kicking. Yeah, stuff. exactly. Just like yeah, pointing him in front of the goal, and then he'll do the rest. It's time for another flat twenty-nine hit, a comedy song and then we'll talk for a bit damn girl you're looking flat 20 fine but when we're in the club we're spinning flat 20 rhymes cause when i'm in the football ground dropping flat 20 rhymes making vuvuzela sounds dropping flat 20 rhymes players running up and down the flat 20 lines and all of the crowd are singing flat 20 rhymes Flat 20 Rhymes is the section where in each chapter we do a brand new song about the topic. Now for this week's chapter, football, Rich has put together a football song for us. Now this is going all the way back. If you cast your mind back to chapter 13 of this podcast on lies, I asked Rich and Charlie to try and get some lies into the podcast. And Rich said the lie that he had submitted a song to the World Cup for the World Cup theme song. What was that song called, Rich? It was called Scoring the Goals. It was. Yeah. And at the end of the podcast, you revealed that to be a lie, but it we did. sort of said, you should definitely do it. So yeah. what have you done? I've made a song called Scoring the Goals. It's no yes. longer a lie. It's a reality. Hooray! And I think it should be the official England World Cup song. Definitely. I should use definitely. that. Okay, so this is Rich's song, Scoring the Goals. Gerard has found Johnson. Oh, back. Oh, goal! Glory! Croatia 0. They are going to the finals in 
Eleven players on one side Eleven players on the other side A big piece of grass A couple of goals and one ball The aim of the game is to score the most goals In those big looking holes guarded by glove trolls The referee's there, he's the one wearing black Making sure you don't hack or be racist and that Make sure you're not offside Because it is against the rules He shoots, he scores Scoring the goals He shoots, he scores Scoring the goals Vuvuzela Solo Football players have lots of cash They spend it on cars and going out on the lash And you should see their very glamorous wax You'd be forgiven if you thought they were a bunch of slacks They like lots of money and don't do a lot Except launch clothing ranges and perfumes in shops They co-write a book about their interesting lives Even though they are only 25 I don't think they understand The offside rule at all He shoots, he scores Scoring the goals Dribble the ball and kick the ball to score a goal He shoots, he scores Scoring the goals And kick the ball to score a goal. He shoots, he scores. Scoring the goals. And kick the ball to score a goal. He shoots, he scores. Scoring the goals. And kick the ball to score a goal. He shoots, he scores. Kick it with your feet, then score a goal. the ball to get control. Kick it with your feet, then score a goal. He shoots, he scores. Score a goal. I've got my feet in my football shoes Kick it in the goal and we just can't lose Just score a goal He scores Kick the ball with your football shoes Score a goal and you do the same We'll definitely win this football game He shoots the ball He scores Score a goal with a sportsman kick Take the ball to get control Kick it with your feet then score a goal He shoots the ball He scores Score a goal with a sportsman kick Score a goal and you do the same We'll definitely win this football game Nice one. Yeah. Very good, Rich. Thank you. Yeah, that's going to be all over the terraces. They'll be singing it in the streets when we bring the cup home. Yeah. I will be. <laughs> I'll be singing it in my street anyway. It's basically, at the end of the day, it's all about scoring the goals. So you see what You're I right. did there. You're know? absolutely right. I want to get down to the fundamentals of it, really. Yeah. What do you do to win? Score the goals. It's as easy as that. Easy as that. I don't know why they get paid so much money, really. <laughs> all I've got to do is score kick it in the bloody goal. Yeah. Maybe they don't know that, though. That's what I think. <laughs> it's like David Beckham. He doesn't even know what football is. He's amazing at it, but he just doesn't understand what to do. 
<laughs> he, he'll play a whole game, but then when questioned on it, he just like, I, 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 no I idea know what doing, I was going really, on. Really, to be honest, literally yeah. no idea. One, two. Three, four. A podcast is a media file that is distributed over the internet. Using syndication feeds for playback on portable media players and personal computers. I think it's fair to say that footballers get paid a shit of a lot of money. How can we take them down a peg or two? Maybe we should just shit on them. <laughs> That's too far. Okay, I'll, I'll come somewhere down the middle. Halfway. I think they should all do parole. Yeah? What's parole? <laughs> <laughs> okay, cancel that one I then. think they should do community <laughs> service. You're too um, trigger happy with your suggestions, <laughs> <laughs> You've got to say something that you know what it means. <laughs> that is the minimum requirement of talking. <laughs> what about, I mean, Rich, you suggested them working at Tesco's. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? That would be good. Maybe um, David Beckham, even though we're extensively mentioning him and he's not actually playing. Well, he's the main football player he is. who he is an ambassador knows. for England. Well, to everyone who is listening and doesn't really know about football, particularly maybe our American listeners, they can relate to David Beckham, I'm sure. So yeah, because he plays for on. the um, Chicago Tin Hats. Yeah, <laughs> every American's favourite football team. Because that's the thing about American teams, they've always got like like a nickname. Yeah, I'm quite jealous. We didn't have like the Arsenal Rugrats, do we, or something, <laughs> or the, the Manchester Wide Boys or something. <laughs> Maybe we should, though. <laughs> The Welsh Rarebits. No. <laughs> <laughs> what, would in- what would be the England team name? Uh, the Eng- England Hooligans, surely. Yeah. That's the most accurate team name. And then their then their little emblem would be like a hooligan going, whoa. <laughs> it would be like a skinheaded man punching someone. <laughs> it would just be a fist, like, in the badge. <laughs> right, and the mascot. It, smashing through a brick wall. <laughs> the mascot is just dressed as a giant fist. <laughs> That'd be good. Because um, <laughs> that is essentially the kind of friendly atmosphere that we're bringing to the world with our yeah. football team going out there. <laughs> well, I think Ryan Giggs should be re-employed selling figs. <laughs> <laughs> and John Terry selling berries. Oh no, John Terry should sell Terry's chocolate orange. Okay, Ashley Cole, he could sell Cole. And when you um, meet John Terry, like his real name is... John Terry Chocolate Orange. (laughs) (laughs) Right, John Terry's Chocolate Orange? (laughs) Or just for short, Chocolate Orange. (laughs) Yeah. That's his England team nickname, Chocolate Orange. Oh, you reckon it's Chocky O? Chocky O. Yeah, that's good. Or maybe just all the football players working as bricklayers. Maybe David Seaman could be working at, like, um, you know, when you donate semen. Sperm bank. Sperm bank, that's it. David Seaman collects your semen. And so when you <laughs> he like as it's this is quite graphic, so I apologise. As the as you ejaculate, he dives and saves it. <laughs> In the cup. <laughs> can, can, can we not just have him cup. working on a boat instead? <laughs> he, no. No, Charlie. It's gotta be like this. <laughs> I'm I'm frankly appalled by what you've just said there. <laughs> <laughs> It would make the moment of climax much more dramatic if David Seaman just leapt in and just collapsed. Yo! And then a crowd roars with applause. Was he trying to catch it in the World Cup? Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, apologies for that one, listeners. Maybe this is what I should have done my podcast song on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) sorry about that. Okay, there's a man in the England team called Jermaine Defoe. I think he should be an oboe player. The oboe player. (laughs) Jermaine Defoe plays the oboe. That's what he's good at in his That's his new gig, yeah. What would Peter Crouch be, though? He sells um, couches. couches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter Couch. <laughs> Peter Couch. Yeah, it's, he runs like a up-class version of DFS. <laughs> Theo Walcott sells uh, babies' beds. Wall-mounted. Wall-mounted. <laughs> 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 yeah, That's if you want friend. your baby to have a good night's sleep halfway up your wall. <laughs> and Aaron Lennon, he is a John Lennon tribute act. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. But he's a, obviously a black John Lennon tribute act. So he's That'd pretty, be good. Um, That's a niche, though. It's a That's niche, a good isn't, niche it? isn't it? Do you reckon that you could set up a tribute agency that just does like black tribute actors for white people and white people being tribute acts for black celebrities. What, like Black Tom Cruise or something? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But what happens when you get Michael Jackson? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you're right. That's going to throw the whole thing into question. He's the exception that proves the rule. Right, guys, it's half time in the podcast. Let's have a team chat. How do you think it's been going? How can we improve our game for the second half? I'm going to kick the ball more. Um, I promise to do more tackles <laughs> and run this more. This is your pledge. I solemnly promise <laughs> okay, to do so more tackles. Got it. Dan, you're scoring all the goals. Um, I'll score some of the goals, Rich, certainly. Rich, you're providing a, uh, you know, admirable backup, and I'm kind of meandering in the middle, not really being too helpful. That's Rich's name, Admiral Backup. <laughs> Admiral Backup. That's I'm Admiral service. Backup. <laughs> Reporting for duty. Good plan. I'm like Brevis with the man from the Admiral adverts. <laughs> He's wearing like the tri-corner hat and a little, yeah, <laughs> a little parrot on my shoulder. I think we need to get more balls out wide as well. Okay. Maybe How Charlie wide? could do that as well. Um, How wide are we talking? What? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Just score more goals. Yeah, but as long as we shoot in the right direction, I think we'll probably do quite well. I think, Charlie, you need to be less aggressive. Yeah, Charlie, you've been on the offence. Oh, I I don't think I can do that. You're already on a yellow card. I think you should get out all your frustrations now, Charlie, in half-time. But make sure David Seaman catches it. (laughs) Champs and champs, champs and champs. It's time to figure out who is a champ or a chump. Champ! Champs and Chumps is the section where, in each chapter, we do a quiz to find out who's going to be this week's champ and who's going to be this week's chump. Now, Rich is the member of Flat29 who knows anything about football, so this week he's done a quiz for us. Okay, you're right, Dan, and this one is based around English football and the World Cup. Right. How do you feel you're going to get on with this? Is it pretty daunting? Yeah, very daunting. I don't think I'm really... If I get one, I'm going to be really proud of myself. But maybe I've tailored the questions that you might be quite good at them. Maybe you have. Probably not, though. Oh. Okay, so <laughs> basically, we're going to kick it off, kick things off now. Hey, <laughs> I just, nice. I literally nice. said that without thinking of it. Uh, it's like daytime TV, right? We kick off with Charlie. Okay. Right. Charlie, yes. which England player was injured in training last week and will miss out on the World Cup finals? Rio Ferdinand. 
Correct. Soaring oh. captain and has now been taken over by Stevie G. What the shit? How does he know all this? Very good knowledge. What is wrong with you? <laughs> okay. Charlie knows everything, doesn't he? He does. He's going to fucking win. I I sort of I'm furious already and I haven't even got a question. Okay. Dan, yeah. to level, to level, to score a goal, to draw. <laughs> You've got a true or false question. Yeah. Okay, so true or false. The World Cup referees have been studying English language obscenities in order to ensure that players can't get away with abuse. That true is true. False? I've read that. That is true. It is true, Dan. Yes! One all. <laughs> one all. <laughs> Scoring a draw. Okay, so it's one all. It's pretty tight so far. Okay, so Charlie, how many times have England won the World Cup? In football or in sport in, in fo- general? In the football, in the football World Cup. We're talking about football today. What about the ultimate fighting World Cup? How many times have England won the football World Cup? I have a feeling we won it in like 1912 or something like that. I'm going to go with we've won it twice. Wrong! We've only won it once, which is the famous time in 1966. Are you sure that's right? That is right, Charlie. Don't question the question, Master Charlie. Don't question the referee or you'll get a yellow card. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Dan, you could capitalise here. If you got all the way to the World Cup final, how many games would you have played... Six, seven, or eight games. And that's including the World Cup final as a game in that. Right. I'm going to say three, four, five, six. Is that your answer? Yes. Incorrect. Oh, seven. What? what? Seven games. Shit. I thought I had that one in the football bag. Okay, everyone. Okay. Charlie. Yes. Here's a question for you. How many games... Does the hosting nation have to play to qualify for the World Cup finals? Gosh. Did I not get multiple guests for this? You didn't get multiple guests for this. That is tough. None. Correct. Oh! He got the trick question. How does he know that? Because if they're not, if they're the host nation, they're going to be playing. Actually, that's true. (laughs) That would be absolutely (laughs) shit if they weren't in it. Nay. Well done, Charlie. I knew he'd get that because he's a conniving conniver. (laughs) He is, isn't he? Okay, Dan. Yeah. I don't know what the score is now. Well, this is... I've got to get this one, haven't I, to stay in the game. If I don't guess this one, Charlie wins. There's only minutes remaining. You've got to pull (laughs) this out of the bag. 89th minute, come on, Dan. Score a late equaliser. Okay. Dan, who is the official sponsor of the England football team? And when I say that, I mean the actual sort of proper sponsor, not like Tesco, official supermarket. Oh, no. I was going to say Tesco. What's the name that they have, like, on their shirts and stuff? That's the official sponsor. No, that's not a help, to be honest, because I have literally no idea. Have a hard think, because Um. it is out there. Yeah, on the adverts, it's all over it. It's like, goodness. I'm going to take a guess then, a wild stab in the football dark at Nike. Oh, Dan. It's Nationwide Building Society. What a boring sponsor. Ah, Charlie's won the game 3 2. I can't believe it. Cancel the quiz. Cancel the match. Cancel Cancel the the match. match. Send us an email whenever you can. I know you're really busy deleting your spam. Podcast at flat29.com. And why not?
not jazz it up with an emoticon or a lolcat. Shut up, lolcat. Now, the England football team have gone off to South Africa to compete in the World Cup. We, I think, need to wish them luck. I think we should send some messages to the England football team to just wish them the best of luck in all their footballing. So we've written some letters to the England football team. OK, here's my letter to the English football team. Dear Rooney and the English players, if you take anything away from this podcast, let it be this. You need to kick the ball and pass the ball. Head the ball and volley the ball. Control the ball and dribble the ball. And kick the ball to score a goal. I know this may seem like a lot to take in at such late notice. (laughs) Anyway, good luck with that. Love, Rich. (laughs) Nice. Here's my letter. Dear football players, best of luck over in South Africa with the football. And may you all score plenty of goals. I hope you've packed plenty of suntan lotion as it's really hot over there. And not just factor five, I'm looking at you, David Beckhams. Now, England hasn't got too much money at the moment, so you're going to have to economise slightly. We've booked you in a campsite and packed enough super noodles to last you for a couple of weeks. And if you're still in the tournament after that, you're going to have to track down a local budget supermarket. (laughs) I think they have Aldi over there, I'm not sure. (laughs) And try not to get your football kit too muddy either, as you've only got one set and Fabio Capello has only got a limited number of 20p's for the washing machine. (laughs) Anyway, that's all. Have fun at the football. Thanks. Bye. Like it. Good Fabio Cabello mention. (laughs) Okay, Charlie. Dear members of England's World Cup squad who have managed to make it through the training camps without gaining an injury, congratulations, you're apparently less feeble than Rio Ferdinand, as we (laughs) first thought. Considering how highly paid you are and how little you have to do with your time, it's nice to know that you're taking care of yourselves to the point where you can justify this. (laughs) In order for us to justify the millions of pounds that we spent on letting you live a life of luxury and basically have a jolly in the sunshine to a foreign country that taxpayers expense, um, it would be nice if you could achieve a win for us. Uh, Despite the fact that, in theory, only 11 of you will actually grace the fields of glory with your presence, um, you know, we in England are behind all 23 of you. Good luck from all of us here in England, and we wish you well. Bring us back a big cup. <laughs> I'm really sure that'll inspire them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was some stirring talk, Charlie. I thought so. Come on, England. Come on, England. <laughs> <laughs> Football. Who's been getting in touch with us? Let's look at the letters page. Now let's see who's been getting in touch with us in the last couple of weeks since our previous podcast. Now, we had a letter in from listener Kelly referring to our chapter 15 on politics. She says the following. Hey guys, in the chapter on politics, you mentioned how they were thinking of changing the voting age to 16. If they were to do that here in the States, our nation would be fucked. If someone is stupid enough to change the voting age, they would also be stupid enough to change the presidential requirements, meaning we could have someone like Robert Pattinson or Justin Bieber in office due to horny 16-year-old girls, or Megan Fox due to horny 16-year-old boys. Well, men in general. (laughs) Either way, I would hop on the plane and get out of Dodge as fast as possible because the world would be ending. (laughs) I think that's a good idea. Do you think President Bieber would be good? President Bieber. (laughs) I think they should give him a go. You know, give him one term or something. That's quite a long time, Rich. (laughs) For Justin, that would be like a school term, not a presidential (laughs) term. See what I did there? Yeah, just like five weeks. Term. He's young. He goes to school. (laughs) Term puns. Term puns. Term puns. That was a term. Megan Fox is too stupid. 
Megan Fox is too sexy to be president. I think Barack Obama's too sexy to be the president. <laughs> He's just sexy right. enough to be president. I don't know what you're talking My about. My fiance Han fancies him. I'm just imagining like a single, I'm too sexy to be president. <laughs> <laughs> he should, he should, like, yeah, any criticisms of like decisions he made, she goes, look guys, I'm sorry, I'm just too sexy for this job. <laughs> we also had a letter in from listener Frankie responding to our previous chapter on science fiction where we mentioned a Disney village. I've been to the Disney village of podcast fame in America. They have warnings about alligators in the fountains and ponds, so not everything is perfect there. Personally though, I prefer living in the Disneyland for adults. That is Estonia. It looks like a medieval film set especially with all the snow. I like how they got rid of all the crime, but they couldn't get rid of those alligators. (laughs) That's the one thing. Once they get to certain size, they're a bastard to flush, aren't they? It's... I always imagine them um, talks about the Disneyland for adults that's Estonia, but I imagine Disneyland for adults being like a really crazy, like sex. It's got. I mean, um, that's the only thing you can think of, isn't sex it? Sex emporium. Emporium. <laughs> so it's like, got to be people dressed as Mickey Mouse doing disgusting things. People dressed as Pluto dogging. With a <laughs> this would be like like a Disney fetish uh, yeah. sex hamper. Well, we've taken Frankie's lovely letter there and made it disgusting. disgusting yeah. <laughs> Hope that's what you were wanting. I want to go and see Estonia, though. It sounds good. It does, doesn't it? All the snow. I love medieval films. Yeah. I like... Yeah. <laughs> there are none. <laughs> and we also got on our Facebook group a lot of amazing pictures of animals <laughs> that we seem to be yeah. getting coming in a lot now. It's good, isn't it? We got uh, Listener Frankie sent us in hedgehog video. We got a cat on a Roomba video from Listener Lisa and Listener Sarah from How Much Do We Love? So that was good, wasn't it? So if you've got a adorable animal video to contribute, get on down to our Facebook group. That's where the action's all happening. But you can also send us an email to podcast at flat29.com or get us on Twitter, twitter.com slash flat29 or twitter.com slash richjamesgreen for Rich's account. Don't harm the animals. Yes, that is an important thing to because mention. Because it's all well and good having some animal fun but when the animals glam <laughs> then <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> we'll work on that one, listener. Get back to you next time. <laughs> During the World Cup, every advert on TV tries to link their product in some way to football. So Mars Bar have done their regular, complete rebranding, calling themselves Believe Bars. Danish lager Carlsberg are going on about how they love England. And basically every product worth anything has got at least one football or flag on their packaging somewhere. What other products do we think could be linked to sport? What about funeral care? They could do a promotion where if you die during the World Cup, then you get a half-price coffin, shaped like a goal. Okay. Let's have a little bit of respect for the dead. Someone kicks your corpse into a gold-shaped coffin. What about if, like, if when you die and you're having your funeral, England win the World Cup, you come back to life again? (laughs) There's a loophole. There's a loophole in reality. You come back to life. That'd be good funeral care. 
That'd be an amazing <laughs> funeral fair. <laughs> I think I can imagine a kind of anger management counselling course doing an advertising campaign. Something like, are you feeling St George's cross? Then come and see <laughs> us and we'll make you feel St George's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's terrible. That's great. I can tell he's written that one down. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty, pretty pleased like, with myself. It's like I'm pleased with this, and that I'm going to read it. That's that is, amazing. That is exactly the thoughts that went through my brain. So, is, is there one for curry yet? Because then they can just use old World Cup songs. That's good. Vindaloo, na na, na na na. They could uh, make a korma, but with white food dye in it, and yeah. then put chilies like a red cross. Ah, oh, that's a good idea. What other foods do you think could be more more kind of branded to fit with the World Cup? Um, what's round? A melon. They paint a melon. Paint it like a football. Yeah, Christmas paint pudding. a melon like a football. The CEO of melons <laughs> should yeah. do that, should organise that. Do I'll get on to him. <laughs> he's, called, he's French, he's called Monsieur Melon. He's called Mel. <laughs> Monsieur <Ian>. Mel Lon. <laughs> Mel Lon. Yeah. Mel Lon. Is Melanie Lon. <laughs> Melanie Lon. <laughs> Just and, and you go and see her. I'm the CEO of Melons, Mrs. Melanie Lon. Please call me Mel. <laughs> Please call me Melon. <laughs> call me Melon. Um. So yeah. Any other products? Fireworks. Yeah. Okay. And when they go off, it says, "Come on, England." In the firework shape. That would be, be really good. good. It'd be really good. That's, that's ambitious for a firework. I should talk to the CEO of CEO firework. of fireworks. Yeah. <laughs> um, Felicity Ironworks. <laughs> Please call me fireworks. <laughs> that's shit. That is shit, isn't it? I like it, it though. <laughs> Think of another product with a name that could also be a person's <laughs> <Okay>. name. <laughs> what about Adam Cheese? <laughs> Well, like Edam Cheese. CEO of Edam Cheese. Adam Cheese. <laughs> That's oh. bad, isn't it? <laughs> this is fun, isn't it? <laughs> I'm having fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the best observation I've heard in weeks. <laughs> Zoos. Zoos should be getting in this more. Yeah. Especially like Longleat Safari Park, which is famous for its lions. I mean, that's not capitalising on this at all. That's true. They should get three lions and make them pose in the position of the flag, like on top of each other. Yeah, with some races. <laughs> yeah. And just say, so you have to stay there for like three weeks. Or they could make them do like famous football goal celebrations <laughs> in history. I would love to see a, a lion run and like dive like sort of arms mm. out or pause like out Klins- kind of yeah, and Klinsman. yeah when you were talking about acting lines I was just imagining like a cast uh, like at an audition going now I want you to show me worry <laughs> and the lion just like stood there doing nothing and it's like good he's good <laughs> he's on the team he's definitely in the final ten <laughs> it's like a lion version of the X Factor <laughs> Britain's got lions <laughs> yeah that'll be the next Simon Cow idea, won't it? I might write to the CEO of Simon Cow. The CEO of Lions. <laughs> Liam Irons. Leo Irons. Leo. Yeah, Leo. Leon. 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 Yeah. Leon. Hi, I'm Leon. Please call me Lion. <laughs> All CEOs. 
<laughs> Essentially. Uh, informally call themselves whatever they're the CEO of. <laughs> yeah. That's the sort of thing you have to embrace when you're a CEO. It's sacrifices, yeah. So that was it. That was Flat 29's Big Book of Everything chapter on football. Now, the next podcast we do is going to be a bit of an exciting change as we are going to be podcasting live for one whole hour and taking live questions and comments from listeners. This is all part of an event called Pride 48, which we were asked to be a part of. Basically, it's a 48-hour live podcasting marathon to coincide with the US Gay Pride Festival, where LGBT and LGBT-friendly podcasts do a live show over the internet for anyone to tune in and listen. We may not be gay ourselves, but we think the Pride Festival is a great cause and we are very happy to be a part of it. For our US listeners, you can tune in at 8pm Eastern Time on Saturday the 26th of June simply by visiting the website www.pride48.com. From there, you can tune in, join the chat room and contribute to the show. Listeners in the UK unfortunately have to stay up to the silly time of 1am on Sunday the 27th of June. That's the kind of Saturday night slash Sunday morning. Again, you can just log into pride48.com at the time and listen there. You you can send us in a question on the night or if you wanted to send in a question or discussion topic in advance we would absolutely love it examples of questions that we've tackled in the past are what would be on your ideal party playlist how are you going to make money when you're old and who would be on your fantasy football team we will put out the show as a podcast as well so you can listen to our answers at a later date if you can't make the live show send those questions to podcast at flat29.com or tweet us at flat29 or write on our facebook wall Okay, that's it. We will see you in the US on the Saturday 26th of June, 8pm. And in the UK, that's that Saturday night slash Sunday morning at 1am on www.pride48.com. We'll see you then. Bye! Bye! Flat 29's big book of everything. Another topic down, a million's to go. We've covered that in enormous detail. There's nothing else you could possibly want to know. Let's just get all these recording then. One, two. Let me just do my tackle. Oh, that's too loud. Tackle. Kick off. Kick off. Kick off. Half time oranges. Half time oranges. <laughs> <laughs> Extra time. Oh, I think I'm okay. Yeah, okay. I think we're fine. Spherical football. Spherical football. <laughs> Substitution. <laughs> Oh, goodness me. Institution.